Darren, if we were in the same room, I'd slap you right now. <laughs> <laughs> This is L.A. Kings Fan Talk with your boys, Rodney, Rob, Darren, and Joe. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome to another show. We're six games into the season, and the Kings are three and three. Shall we start with the goaltending, fellas? Or the lack thereof? We'll go there if you want. You don't want to talk about you don't want to talk about the games first. We we sure can. No, listen. If you want to bang out the goaltenders right now, we can. We can talk about goalies and get out of the way and talk about Rod's boy Velarde and all the other positives. Boy Velarde, yeah. Rod's boy Galiev. Yeah, let's do it. Jonathan Quick, how do you guys think Quick is doing so far this year? I mean, I think. our goalie play hasn't been good. I don't think they've been helped by their defense. I think Quick's been, you know, not as good as he was last season. So, which isn't a good sign, but still three games in. Like, for him, I'm not, not worried about it yet. Yeah. Quick really hasn't changed. I mean, it's the exact same stuff I think we're getting. He, he makes some absolutely great saves. He's... I don't think age is showing because he's still pretty dynamic. But there's always the one stinker and the one nobody on the face of the planet can stop. So sitting there looking at, oh, my God, they got two goals, and are we going to score enough to, to win? But quick quick is who he is still. Well, then let's move on to Darren's boy, Cal right. Peterson. Darren, how is uh, Cal doing so far this year? He's uh he's two and one, right? Two and one. We'll just ignore the rest of the stats. Hey. Yeah, he's he's been uh he's been shaky at times. I, I thought he was decent in the third period of that Nashville game in the shootout and mm-hmm. and I think part of that was the defense helped him. And and I've said it all along. Cal plays to his defense. And when the defense plays well in front of him, he played well enough to get us there. So but I don't think I don't think the defense has been particularly good in any game. Like we have not been playing our normal Kings brand of hockey that we're all like, you know, we've been used to for how long, 10 years now since they won a cup. Like we've been defense first and now we're a three and a half goal game team and we're not used to that. So. Rod, do you agree with all that? No, not at all. But you know, it's early and you know, I've, I know you've been taking over some of the Twitter duties a little bit, and I, I've been staying off just simply because it's just too early to have a lot of emotion going on this early. We're three and three, and and the fact of the matter is, Cal Peterson's terrible. He, I was worried about it going into the season, and it, it hasn't changed. He, everyone. Is making their little statements of, oh, you know, Cal came through. No, he didn't. He didn't come through. He's still having trouble finding the puck. He's he needs to get better. He it's just flat out. I think, and what we were talking about before we started all this stuff too. I really, really, truly think people out there are afraid to say that he's 
doing really bad because those the all the Cal Peterson fans are huge Rob Blake fans. And if Cal Peterson's bad, well then that means that contract is terrible. And then that means Rob Blake made a mistake. And oh my god, Rob Blake makes no mistakes. It's okay. When you when you have an entire roster, there's gonna be a couple mistakes on there. And it's okay. That doesn't make Rob Blake a bad GM. But five million dollars for a backup goalie that is that bad right now. Ouch. Speaking of five million dollars, is that contract and his current play enough to deter teams from picking him up if we were to try to send him down to the yeah, NHL? We we are stuck with him. Yeah, he's enough. Because it's like what Darren said the last time, right, Darren? You said if he plays well enough, we don't want to trade him. Yeah, because it's a it's a good contract. A a number one goalie making five million is is a good contract. Um, a five million dollar backup is nowhere near a good contract, and no one will take that on. So we are we are stuck with him. The only thing that we can, and that's why I don't want to badmouth him and beat him down into the ground already is we have to have him get better because we we are stuck with him no matter what so come on cal i'm pulling for you how do we do that other than just throwing him out there every other game how does he get better coach coach rob that's that is don't we have a a goalie coach that's kind of a goalie whisperer he needs make your money right yeah we do make your money i mean until until cal peterson he was a goalie whisperer but yeah (laughs) I think part of it is our defensive play in front of him hasn't been good, whether that's because we're playing four guys who are more offensively defensemen than, you know, two-way or defensive defensemen, or we're moving into a different style of play. So so whatever it is, like... But that's I think what all the Kings him, fans wanted. After all these years of defensive defensemen, they wanted offensive See, I don't, and, and I don't think it's defensive play in front of them. I'm, what I'm looking at, I'm looking at pucks fly over the net by the net that he's just not seeing and it really doesn't have anything to do with the defense you got i i've been noticing the defense of of the forwards and the defensemen i i've been noticing a lot more block shots as of late i mean i I think they're doing a good job actually and i just i see him struggling to just his reaction suck when the puck goes behind the net he might be the worst goalie I've ever seen. I mean, and that's we have Quick. Quicks is terrible when the puck's behind the yeah. net, and and Cal's making Quick look like he knows what he's doing. So I, yeah. come on, Cal, come on, buddy, I'm rooting for you. Yeah, see, for to you, me Cal. on the defensive, the, on me to me on the defensive thing, it's like look at the shot numbers in particular, where it's like last season, how many times did we like crush people in shots? And I know like shots isn't like be all end all stat, but it's. A good indicator of where the play is. Sure, and it no, was I, like I, it was a lot of like you. you're right. Yeah, and this season I think I, I I don't remember the stats, but we may be closer behind in stats and shots per game. So yeah. like before we move on, just real quick, uh, I know our last one. Someone was saying we need to drink while we're doing this. Just an FYI, we drink every single time we're on this thing, and that's why we say some things we shouldn't couple in and. <laughs> If you're watching this, this this is a purple hat, by the way. This is a 
King's color hat. Cheers to that, Rob. <laughs> Let's talk about some positive stuff. You guys want to talk about my boy, Velarde? Let's do it. Darren, let's hear some stats. What are the stats through the first six games? Was he four goals, three assists, six games, something like that? I I, I like his play with uh, Byfield. I think those two guys are developing a lot of chemistry. I, I don't really want to see them move apart. And it looked like they were training that way in this game. I know he was kind of trying some stuff, but I, just, I, I think I they're just playing think well. He just seems to have more confidence. He seems to be... Yeah. If you if you, if, you, if you look at his face, he's like he's like he's he's very much into it. He's he's like happy. He's like hundred totally, percent. Totally I, I look at his celebrations was. too. Yes. I look at his celebrations too. Like he's celebrating those goals. I, I don't know if you remember last season. I think he scored like a goal before he was sent down, and like he didn't celebrate it. He was not happy. Like, and whether that was directed at himself or whatever, but like. He, he's he's feeling it now, I think. So well, maybe he was taking goal celebration lessons from Kempi or something, but <laughs> it's definitely changed. You know, we've been doing this for a while, Rodney. To where you got to you got to start getting what we have said in the past about these guys to make it look like we're not flip floppers or, or anything like that. Because we, I remember at the end of last season, we were talking about you know what are we ever going to do with Velarde, and I said I'm Team Velarde. I, I I think he has some things that nobody else has. He obviously has the size, and I said right. his hands are as elite as they get. He I told you he reminds me of of a Jason Allison a lot, but with even better hands. And and it's it's starting to show right now. It's it's I'm I'm happy for him. And 23 is still young enough to know. There's even more to give as as he moves forward. So hopefully, with the confidence and 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 now he starts getting some more experience, maybe maybe he could keep this up for more than half the season. So you mentioned Jason Allison. Should we maybe pair him together with Dino and Arvidsson and put together an LA VD line? <laughs> well, you're dating yourself, bro. Uh, I am. Darren doesn't even know what I'm talking about. So back in the All day, right. there was a LAPD line for the Kings. It was Zygmunt Palfi, Adam Deadmarsh, and Jason Allison, and it was it was a fun line. Yeah, it was. Good times. It was good, old, good old days, and we sucked. <laughs> All right, who else? Something else positive. What do you positive? got there? Yeah. Positive. Uh, I mean, I'll go ahead, Rob. Well, because he's such a polarizing figure right now, especially on Twitter in in King's World. I I like Quentin Byfield. I like you know I like the minutes he's getting. I like the hustle out of him. the The production of that line, you know, it's it's a third line. Oh, which brings me and brings up uh, I follow, you know, who's on that line, who's no longer on the line because he's injured. Um, I really liked our third line. I, I'm I'm sad to say, Ayafalo's absence is going to hurt us a little bit there. Yep. Yes, I have to admit that. Even yep. if I, it means your boy Kaliev is getting more playing time now, right? Well, you said something positive, and I, <laughs> I don't right, want to we'll, talk about. We'll, we'll go with the positive then. This is this. We'll get to that, and I'm gonna. It's gonna be my fan. It's gonna be a fan talking 
craziness. And, you know, fans are allowed to talk craziness. It doesn't need to make sense. That's but. right. Yep. See, for me, the other, the other positive is just our goal scoring in general. Like, if we're, we look like we're going to be at or above that three-goal mark per game, I mean, if we keep up the pace we have been on this these first few games. So, like, that looks like it could be a fun season. You know, it's a lot different than we're used to. So... Well, let's, uh, we started talking about it. Let's go into, let's talk about Kalia for a minute, Rob. What are your thoughts mm. on his usage? Uh, he, he had to have done something. I, I honestly don't think this is a uh, part of his development or I, he did something. I don't want to say he's in the doghouse, but I think he's been relegated down to six minutes to eight minutes a game for some reason or another I, I because he still has three points in four games with how many minutes per game average well and then now actually the sixth game today so but still exactly he's he's averaging under 10 minutes you know and he, he's put the puck in the net he's had a couple helpers I, I don't know I will I, I'll tell you what, What, being the fan that I am of him, I'm kind of disappointed. He has been getting some one-timers on the power play that aren't finding the back of the net. They're, they're finding, yeah. you know, he's, I don't know if, if he's not getting them in the wheelhouse or or what, but he's they're definitely finding him, and he's definitely getting some wood on him, but they're just, they're not going in. And But we can say that about a few guys on the team, right? Truth. Truth. What do you think, Darren? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we texted about it when we learned Iofalo was out. It was like, you want Caleb to go there, but I think Grenstrom makes a better guy for that line where they're kind of a grinder guy. But it would be fun to see those three kids together. I mean, put a kid together, or kid line together for us and see what they can do for a game or two. But, I mean, we always knew McClellan was never a tinker if it works and we won, what, two or three in a row? Something like that, two in a row. So it's, yeah, three in a row. So he wasn't going to mess with things. We'll see what he does going into Saturday's game. Joe, Joe not being here to defend Grunstrom because I'm going to bash him just a tad bit. I was about, I could bash him a little harder if he didn't score <laughs> at the end. But but slop time scoring is still to me, you know, whatever yeah. it is, what it is. But I don't know. I just thought, because I, I like Grunstrom myself too. I, I thought, he'd be just a little better than he's been. I, yep. I, I've i seen him play better, and he's not playing as well. Same. Is he's the, not playing like he was in the playoffs last year. Right. Darren, what do you think about Brant Clark's play so far? I think he's been good in his sheltered, somewhat sheltered time out there. I saw them use him on the PK today. I really wish... When we were, what was it four nothing at the period? I mean, do we have a power play to start the third or like? Yes, close to, it was. It, it was, was like the second half of the double minor. Just put him out there, like, see what he does. You know what I mean? Like, put him out there with the big boys, dude. Him, Fiala, Kempe, Kopitar, Velarde. Like, just you know, we're down four to nothing. Let's make a small change for one power play. I wish we would have seen that, but yeah, I think he's been. I mean. I don't know if he's earned a 10th game yet. 
I don't think he's been like crazy good to earn a tenth game, but I, I don't think he's been bad enough to go down. You know what I mean? Like he's he's Darren, if we were in the same room, I'd slap you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it as uh do we want to burn that year of his contract, et cetera, and is he any better than what like Jordan Spence would have been right now? Oh my god. We are so not um, and we are not watching the same team right now. We are not. I and I don't. I'll argue this with anybody. He is phenomenal. He is. He is as advertised and more. He belongs. I. I because I watch him every time he's on the ice. I fixate on him. I call it. I a love romance. the. Uh, I love him slapping the ice, won the puck when like you know Kopitar has it on the wall and he's like. Three or three guys. Tap, 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 tap. Yep. But, no, yeah. And I, I'm, I am. He might pass Kaliev on my on my fan list right now. He, wow. He is number two. I'll, I'll. T- he has passed uh, Dano. Yeah, I He's think number- sending him down right now would be the same thing as sending Dowdy back down in his uh, rookie year. Just he's he's good. Clark is here. I don't think he's going down, I, but I'm saying I don't think he's like. You said he's he, like he hasn't middle. earned a tenth game yet. That's what you said. He has played. I don't think he, through he's all in of the our preseason and in, and in these first six games. He didn't obviously not the first game. He, if if you told me top two you, defenseman every single game, if you told me in in his ninth game that they were sending him down, I would have been like, yeah. I mean, it sucks. I want him to stay. Yeah, I don't but, agree with that. I, I if you're telling okay. me. In his ninth game, he's getting sent down. I'm throwing, I'm throwing <laughs> off my freaking hat, and I'm not watching until he comes back. I, I will, I will say, I don't think they're sending him down because I think they like having Spence down in Ontario for the call up, call down, injury, backup kind of deal. So, so you're so. saying if he makes a team, it's because of the Spence situation, not because no, he's no, good no, enough no. to be on the no. team. Not at all. No, I, I'm, I'm saying that's another positive for him staying up. All right, we're done talking about Brant Clark. Yeah, sure, we're done. It, it's it's the line has been drawn though. I am I am Camp Clark, and Darren is uh, I, no, no no Camp no, no. Rob Blake. I so. want him. I want <laughs> him to be good enough to make the team. I'm saying he's he's in the middle right now for me. He had more so, saves. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so he's in the middle. Who has outplayed him so far? That's what I want to know. If he's in the middle, if he's in the middle, that means at least three Kings defensemen are like. He'll say Roy him. because he scored two goals. Ooh. No, I think you're not taking Dowdy Anderson Roy off the the team. I, I mean, I think he's been equal to Jersey. Like they both equal, he's equal been to way Jersey. Better than Jersey. <laughs> Dur- Jersey. Oh, don't even. God damn it. <laughs> We're three and three. We really should be. Three, two, and one at the worst, if not four and two, if it wasn't for Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He has cost us at least one point, and if we if we're missing anything because of one point, I will not forget the first <laughs> game of the freaking season that Jersey cost us this scrap. Screw you! How dare you say he's been worse than Jersey? Oh my God! I, I said he's as good as Jersey. No, he's no, no. Good. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. No. I I think the only defense. What are you watching? I want to see. Are you watching the only, Mike? <laughs> no, no. You're watching the only defenseman I want to see 
uh, possibly out of lineup is Walker. I think he's been he's been actively bad on defense, especially like. So that's the one guy but, Clark is playing better than. Yes. Wow. Wait. So you're saying he's equal to Jersey? He's worse mm-hmm. than Roy Anderson, Dowdy. Mm-hmm. He's so you're saying he's only playing better than Walker and Edward. Yeah. yeah. He, he's our you know fourth fifth defenseman right now. Rodney, call call anything out a uh, 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 a unit, uh, a line, a person. You say, coach, call someone out. I'm gonna change it really quick, then I'll go back to yours. I want to give Jersey props for being the first person to ever make Coach McClellan say that was utter stupidity. No player has ever got him to say those words before, so I have to give Jersey props for that. That was impressive. No, I want no. you to call, call someone out. That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna go to Fiala and his penalties. Ooh, okay, good one. What do you think about that? Good one. I, li- I like that. Good call. Because he needs to clean it up. He does. Yeah. Or yeah. or start scoring a lot more to justify it. Right. Yeah. And then, and then like what was it the other day like uh, the. I think the predator scored when he had delayed penalty, so it looked like he didn't have another penalty. But he had another right. penalty. Yeah. What about you, Darren? Yeah, I, I do, I do, uh, I do like his like gritty, grittiness. I wish he would not take some of the dumb ones. Like some of them are fine, but some of them where it's just like, what are you doing, man? Like I think we were on the power play. The ones when we're on the power play, and he takes a penalty, like the one he took in Nashville, where he like cross-check that guy or whatever behind way behind the play like come on man like do you think do you think alec martinez likes his grittiness Mm. hashtag flying elbow (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, who you calling out darren uh i'm gonna call penalty kill man we we suck at it it's it's bad it's real bad and it it would help if i know like we we our power play started decent. I think we scored like three or four goals in the first two or three games, and it's kind of been a little quiet since then. But a little quiet. if our penalty kill is bad again, it's we're going to be in the same boat we were last season. So of like having to play really, really good five on five to claw back from that. I'm going to call out our second line, and I know, and I'll get. I'll also give them a little uh, excuse a little bit about. Uh, Arvidsson, you know, this is his preseason. Well, the five games, six games now is over. Let's go. He'd be better start stepping it up right now. But they're sitting on Deneau's two goals as a line because Trevor Moore hasn't scored. And I love Trevor Moore. I, he, I actually predicted he'd have the first goal of the season, right? Um, Arvidsson has not scored as well. So they're sitting on their two goals. When our top line has six goals as a line, our third line with Go- Velarde's four and if you want to throw Kaliev on the third line now that I falls out, you know they have five goals as well. That second line needs to step up some scoring right now, so I'm yes, calling yes. them out. And it's it's kind of hard to sit there and say line by line because we have actually have some power play goals going on, um, but still those guys, more Dano Arvidsson, two goals in six games is not enough from that line. 
So go into the power play. Are there any say you were the coach? Are there any changes you'd make to the first and second unit as far as personnel? Darren, what do you think? Uh, I I kind of want the second unit to not have Dano and Moore on it. I don't think they're power play guys. I think they're very good five on five and really good on the PK. But I think if you put, you know, Byfield, the only problem is now you're trying to find a second to fit in there. But if I think trying to get Byfield on there as like a the in front of the net six foot five frame board play, all that kind of stuff, the puck retrieval kind of stuff that he does seemingly well. Like I think that'd be a a good addition for that second unit. Because like you look at Deneau, he gets the puck along the wall sometimes, and he like he doesn't know what to do with it. And he he tries to force passes and stuff, and I I don't know. Well, well said. That's I, I'm I have nothing to add to that. Well said. And like we talked about earlier, maybe get some Brant Clark on the power play as well. Yeah, I really wish they would have done that today. Like I, I, I actually, what I have a little bit about the the power play is. You can tell that pet, you know, one touch passing is is something that they want to do. They want to move the puck. They want to, hey, let's not be stagnant. One touch pass, one. It would be all fine and dandy, but they suck at one touch passing. Holy crap! Our, our like, bumper plays look awkward too. Yeah, it's just it. It looks forced right now, and it, maybe we're gonna have to find a little something different than that because they, it's, it kind of sucks. Yeah, they need to just put. Uh, Nathan McKinnon bumper plays on a rotation. It'd be like this is how you do the bumper spot. Like just watch his. You know, I'm going to set up three feet away from you. Bumper pass, score. Like, yeah. Lemieux's kind of good at that. Maybe they should just throw Lemieux in the bumper <laughs> on that second one. So, yeah. okay, let's let's talk uh, standings real fast. Go for it. So uh, after tonight's loss, we're three and three, six points, tied with the Flames and Golden Knights with six points as well. But they have three and four games respectively. Um, Krakens one and two, two, one two and two. Guess who their one win was against? Ducks are one three and one. Oilers. I, last I looked, they might win tonight. I don't know. But they they only have one win as well. They're 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 one and two. Canucks start off zero and three, and the Sharks are only one. Uh, are they zero three? I think they're on four. The Canucks they're they're zero three and two. Well, because they I think they set a record for two goal leads turning into losses. Right, they're or like their like first that. four games, right? Yeah, um, absurd. So the three and three start. It, I'll tell you what the three wins we have or have been. Oh my God! How I don't understand how we're three and three. I, I think it's been a pretty terrible start, but to be that terrible and to be three and three is um, is optimistic. And three and three has put us right in the mix of things right off the start. It, nothing to where it's like holy crap, we got to go on a run to really really climb back into just it. Just get we're, back we're into already, it. Yeah. yeah, we're already mm -hmm. in it. So. I'm happy. I'm happy about that stuff, and we we got to check the standings all the time just to make sure no one's running away or no one's catching up or anything like that. So, good start. Good start. Six games. I'm yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything to panic about. It's until you get to about ten, fifteen games in, you start to see some trends of 
what guys are doing, what teams are doing, so on and so forth. Like, as long as you're not, like you said, like having to make a run just to get into the conversation. Correct. Like last year when we lost, when we went one and five, and it's like, oh man, we got to go on a an eight game win streak. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know this this road trip has really helped, I think. But the Kings need to start winning at home. So I'm going to yeah. do my part. I'll be at the next home game so we can get our first home win against the Lightning. And But from there, I mean, we, do, we have to be a good home team in addition to just being a pretty good road team if we yeah. want to go anywhere. Well, talking about you going to the next game, let's talk schedule real fast. Let's do it. So we got, uh, we got the Capitals, which – they're struggling a little bit to start the season. I mean, they're kind of all over the place. We're at Washington, and then we come home for Tampa Bay, and then two Canadian teams, Winnipeg and Toronto, to finish out the week. So Washington, Tampa Bay, Winnipeg, Toronto, four games in eight days. A couple points, and... Toronto. I don't know why. I don't know why I hate them. I hate their fan base. Is what it is. But this, this is a good. This is a good run here. I mean, a good little uh, next stretch of games to where you're going to get a lot of hockey fans watching the games just because there's so many Canadian teams in here. So if we could like I finally start playing our potential, not look like we did tonight. <laughs> Well, you know what we started tonight? Amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we dominated. It, this is it, probably the best start we ever had. And, of course, we go down. When we were one nothing, I was still hoping. I'm Because we had already – the domination had already started. And we kicked the crap out of Pittsburgh last year. Like, they oh, yeah. were embarrassed. And I'm wondering – you have to sit there and think a guy like Sidney Crosby remembers that stuff. Because we kicked the crap. Uh, you don't think it was Jeff Carter? You know, they go Jeff Carter getting on those group texts. You know, more than yes, yeah, I'm telling you right now because we and we started dominating in the first period, and I'm all thinking, come on, come on, let's just like last year, just like last year, and then one yeah. shot, one goal, four shots, two goals, eight shots, three goals, game over. Brant Clark is way better than Sean Dursey. I don't know if we talked about that yet. <laughs> I don't think we covered it. Second that. It's funny it's funny how uh similar not their first games obviously, but the first game that Clark scored in an assist obviously, but like and then Sean Dersey's game last year where he scored two goals or whatever a goal and assist or it was a loss. And, yeah. Yeah, but it was a big loss, six to one tonight and six to two in that other game. It's kind of interesting uh comparison comparables there. So Let's talk about our defensemen. Are you guys happy with playing five right-handed defensemen and one lefty when we could be playing three and three right now? I mean, the problem is you have to take probably Clark or Jersey out of the lineup, at least, you know. And, and, and Walker, right? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, Walker, Jersey, and Clark out of the lineup, or one of those, two of those three. And I don't know. I mean... I don't think Edler was particularly playing well. I think he needs to be on the Dustin Brown plan we wanted last season where it's 55 games and run him out for the playoffs and hope he has something going still. So, What do you think, Rob? 
I don't. It, it doesn't bother me none. I yeah. I know there are people out there that. You don't think people are struggling by. playing on their off wing? I do. I I've seen it a couple times trying to hold pucks in on their back on their backhand and and stuff like that. And it matters. It does, but. I don't know. It, yeah. it, it just doesn't bother me. No, it doesn't bother me necessarily. And, and I mean, if you said you want Movarari over Walker, fine. Like, well, it just it. becomes, okay, Those that once or twice they struggled on their backhand on a keep-in or, or a pass or whatever. I, I like to think, but someone like Walker, someone like Clark is just that much better other areas of the game during the game that it makes up for if we had a lefty in there that didn't make a certain play that didn't jump in that didn't pinch that didn't i i think we're still at a plus rather than a loss yeah definitely you know what i thought about the other day was uh i know we always talk about i follow as our as our trade ship what if it's arvidsson and not just because of like his gaff at the end of the game where everybody wanted him benched for whatever for not putting the puck in the empty net, but just like he's on a little bit more contracts, opens up space in the top six for Velarde to go up. What do you think about that one instead of by a follow? Uh, I, I don't know. So our problem on defense is we have too many right-handers. Our problem on offense is we have too many, almost all lefties, and you want to get rid of one of our only right-handers? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll sit there and say okay, Darren, because I will forever be okay with getting rid of forwards if it's going to make us if we're going to bring back something better, and it doesn't matter if it's bringing back a forward that's better, or a defenseman that's better, or even a goalie. Um, and if it's because someone like Arvidsson, he's not lighting it up. He didn't light it up last year. Right, he, you know, there's the injury issues now and and whatever. If we get something back in return, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. We you got it. We have you have to trade something to get something, right? Somebody like Figueroa or Velarde could. Yeah, right v- Velarde spot. can step up. Is it Kaliev could step up? You know, these guys that we're asking for, we're finding spots. That's how you open up a spot. Yep. So yeah, see to I, me, I looked at it too as like, how many of the guys in Ontario that are like ready for the call up or right handers. I mean you look at Kupari, Madden, Fagimo, um there's one more and Tynan maybe, if they even want to go that far. Like so I don't know. I'll take that, your, was, that was something I, I'll take your yeah. Arvidsson instead of Ayafalo and I'll raise you to Arvidsson and Ayafalo to get some To two different places, yeah. yeah. Pick up a goalie and a left handed defenseman in, in two different trades. Okay. There you go. Boom. See, we just I'll, I'll go do it on NHL 23, and we just see the Kings. <laughs> exactly. Season. Wait, Darren's on board right now, but I haven't thrown the last part in. And Jersey. Oh, bingo! <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Bingo. <laughs> Here's some randomness. Can we get some TV personalities that interview players and stuff like that? Can we just get them to ask questions to see if who enjoys living in California and being part of an LA sports team and stuff like that. Cause that's the kind of stuff that I really enjoy as a fan. That's what has made me fall in love with Philip Deneau 
just the way he has embraced. I love California. I love LA. I love the beach. I love, you know, he, I've heard him say these things and it makes me really, really open up my heart to bringing in a guy like that, you know, because he likes where we're from, you know, let's talk more yep. about you and your heart, Rob. What else? Well, that's what I'm saying. Does Jersey like it or is Jersey a Toronto? Like, it's a good question. Does, does, does Dowdy, you know, with his stupid blue Jays hat always, <laughs> you know, how, how bought in is he to Southern California? Those, those are always things that are always in the back of my mind. And, like when Toffoli, Toffoli's still bought into L.A. and he's not even here anymore. Yes, exactly. And that's why I still root for Toffoli to do well. I wish him very, you know, wish him the best. All right. Call it. Who's scoring the first goal next game against the Capitals? Who you got, Darren? You can pick a Capital or a King. Who's scoring the first goal of the game? First goal of the game will be Sean Dersey. <laughs> you're, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did it. I'm gonna pick somebody random. I'm gonna say like Ovechkin. No, what the hell, Rodney? Don't, don't. You made it through the whole podcast without me hating you, and now it's like, why would you do that? Uh, obviously, that's not gonna happen. The Kings are gonna shut out the Capitals. Uh, first goal of the game will be first of two goals of the game. Kevin Fiala. Ooh, okay. I like I like you where you're working. Um what do you got, Rob? I'm gonna go with uh Kopi. Kopi puts one in. Yeah. Alright, Kings fans, that is our show for today. Until next time, stay classy. And go Kings go! Kings. Go Kings!